Black Americans have a culture that's influenced every single corner of this globe, musically, in fashion, in art, in cuisine, hairstyles. I mean, we can go on and on and on. I mean, honestly, global culture wouldn't be what it is today without Black Americans. That's the the extent of their influence. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yours Truly Black Coffee. Again, before we begin today, please like, share, subscribe, as well as comment on our content as we continue the ball rolling on season two of Yours Truly Black Coffee. Ooh, you saw my band-aid. I was trying to, trying to hide that, <laughs> but we ain't hiding nothing today because we have a lot on the burner for discussion Let's start with Juneteenth, Jane. This Monday, um, we finally got our federal holiday, June 19th, which commemorates the emancipation of Black Americans from slavery. And just to give a brief history, uh, Union General Gordon Granger ordered a proclamation to free slaves on June 19th, 1865, two months after the Civil War ended. Can you believe that? Well... No, we could believe it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, slaves didn't even know that they were free. And so um, this holiday became a national, a federal holiday in 2021. Jane, what are you doing for Juneteenth? Do you do anything special? Yeah, actually, I'll be in Los, well, I'm in Los Angeles right now. Well, soon to be in Los Angeles. I'm going to do a 5K run in, in Crenshaw. It's a, a Juneteenth 5K run. Wow, I'm excited at Yeah. Wow. The, the, the queen of Crenshaw is going back home. She's going back to her kingdom. <laughs> yes. Down in Florence. Uh, well, good luck. I tell my <laughs> oh, my yeah, ass. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. The, like I said, they're going to they gonna be looking for the palace down there. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're a fool, man. Um, actually, uh, that's that's really cool, Jay. And that's really cool. I'm actually thinking about doing a, um, well, going to a Juneteenth celebration in the Bay Area. Um, hey. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. As long as the food is good, as always, wearing our our colors, you know, to really show up and show out. Um, I wanted to ask you. What do you think about the Juneteenth promotion banners in South Carolina? You remember a few weeks ago that were featuring other races of people, other yeah. ethnicities in black and white photos. Um, and there are a lot of members of that community who voiced their concerns. And um, I'm curious, what's your take on this? I thought that was a joke. For some reason, I thought it was like an SNL joke for some reason. Mm. I don't know. I feel like that's something they would do. But it was real. Mm -hmm. um, some people say that... Some people say they didn't see nothing wrong with it. Um, I see a lot of things wrong with it because a lot of people take Juneteenth as a joke or they're just seeing it as a way of to make... I won't say, quote-unquote, make black people like say, at least we gave you something, so shut up. So, mm. no, this is for us, especially 
um, Black Americans. This is for them. This is for them to celebrate, be one, that their voices be heard, their voices should be amplified even 10 times louder. So I think it's a slap in the face when you see people who's not from the community being shown on banners. That's a um, that's a good point. You hit it on the nail, Jane. Um, a lot of times, Black American culture holidays really isn't respected the way how it should be. Um, not saying that other groups of people, other ethnicities and races of people, not saying that they can't help celebrate, but to put them on banners when Juneteenth is a day to celebrate the emancipation of Black Americans from slavery. That was almost like our independence, our independence from slavery. Because, you know, I mean, America has, what, June, uh, July 4th, 1776 as uh, the day for independence, but Black folks were still enslaved. Mm -hmm. So to have other people on banners on a very important and sacred day, uh, I think it's a, it's a slap in the face. Um, and you know, Jane, I'm, I'm curious because we, you mentioned black Americans and this is the day for them to, to lift their history up. Mm -hmm. What do you think about other black groups of people celebrating Juneteenth? Cause we, we've had these discussions before. We did. Mm -hmm. I don't see nothing wrong celebrating. I think the, the problem I see, if I see them having their voice being amplified, it's not, it's not about you right now. It's not for you. Be there, uplift our brothers and sisters whose voices were stripped, their culture was stripped, and this is their moment to shine. Let their moment to celebrate their ancestors. Let them see shine and joy for once. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. I agree. And actually, I wanted to um, highlight this book. Ooh, my mic is about to fall over. Um, the 16... 19 project um I actually i lost the cover no, i didn't lose it i think i might have spilled something on it and it just became messed up but if y'all haven't checked out this book this is a great time to buy it purchase it whether you want to get the physical copy the electronic uh, the electronic copy um this book by nicole hannah jones and several i think new york times writers it dives into the beginning of American slavery and aims to really, you know, put the focus on America's history from the focal point of Black people and the consequences of slavery and how Black people contributed to this country beginning in 1619. So, um, I highly recommend it. It's a very good read. I think there's also a series on Netflix or Hulu, one of them. I'll put it in the description of this episode uh, that y'all should check out um, regarding the 1619 Project. But <clears throat> since we are on the topic of Black Americans, the term African American, Jane. So when you hear this term, I'm curious, what does it mean to you? There's a lot that we can draw from this. And the reason why I'm asking is because I feel like in recent years, the term African-American 
is not the preferred or a lot of people don't prefer it to identify black Americans. Mm -hmm. And then also people tend to lump every single group of black people in this country, no matter where their ethnicity or nationality comes from as African Americans. So when you hear this term, what does it mean to you? How would you define it? Uh, I would say Af for me, I would say African American, how I think of it is more of your, your immigrant parents came here and gave birth to their kids and they consider African American. Then on the other hand, I can see how people say, oh, I'm not African American because my answers were moved multi generations to the point that we had built our own culture here, our own lingo, our own music, our own style. So I don't consider myself attached to Africa. I'm black. Mm. So that's how I differentiate the two. I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a good hit at it. You know, when I, I think, because a lot of people ask, okay, where does the term African-American come from? Who created this term? And honestly, uh, Jesse Jackson, the famous civil rights leader, he's typically coined as like the individual who really put this term into common usage back in the 80s to define Black Americans as a cultural group. Because we know that before then, Black Americans were either called Negro, colored, the other N-word that we mm -hmm. know of. Um, and so the term has changed over time to identify Black Americans. And I, I think African American became more of like the proper... Like universal way to put it. Right, the universal proper term to identify uh, Black Americans in this country. But then again, I can see where people have issues with that term. And the reason why I say that is because now when Jesse Jackson, and mind you, even though people give Jesse Jackson the credit for coining this term, you actually, uh, I mean, this term was first used, I think, back in, you could see it in writings as early as the 1780s, early 1800s, variations of Afro-American, African-American. So it wasn't just, you know, the past 40 years we've been using this term, but um at least in the definition sense, it referred to American Blacks, right, who descended from enslaved Africans taken from West Africa, Central Africa, uh, those who built this country beginning in the 1600s. However, because it seems like in America, we love to group every black person together. This term has just been used for anybody who's black. Like, for instance, Barack Obama. It's, oh, he's the first African-American president. And at least according to the general acceptance of the definition, he's not African-American in that sense. You know, he's, I mean, well, for one, he's biracial. But two, his father is Kenyan or was Kenyan. So really, he would be the first president of African descent, yes, and maybe Kenyan descent, but in that sense, he's not Black American. His wife is, Michelle, very much so, is Black American because she's, mm -hmm. she's a descendant of enslaved in individuals. So I think, as you can see, like this term creates so much confusion 
for a lot of people. And like you mentioned earlier, Jane, um, Black Americans have, I mean, they're the root of this country. They have a distinct culture, a distinct language, a distinct um, ethnicity, music, cuisine that makes them just like any other distinct cultural group. And I think people need to respect that mm-hmm. um, nowadays. I agree 100%. I agree. And I feel like I know that some people, some Africans be like, well, you know, you are African. Why are you trying to distance yourself from us? And I always rebuttal was like, but aren't y'all the same people who also make fun of them when they're trying to reach out to connect to their roots? Mm. To the point they say, okay, F it. <laughs> I'm going to just stick to what I know, which is being black and being proud, being with my language, my music, and y'all can continue to copy us. But don't come over here when it's convenient for you. Ooh. Jane, uh, I... Hey, it's the truth. I'm sorry. I could, it's the truth. You try to start at Eidos versus. It's uh, not an Eidos thing, but I can, I can, it's, not, it's not me starting up. So I can mm-hmm. see the frustration. I hear the frustration and I get it. When people are trying to reach out and connect to their roots, then people on the continent or people who are closer to the continent, like foreign parents who, are, who came here and migrated and all that, they're trying to reach out. You make fun of them. Look at them, y'all wearing this. You don't know what it's about. You con- you joking on them, but they constantly trying to learn or trying to reach out, but you bashing it to the point they're like, man, F it. Don't come over here when it's convenient for you because we cool now for everybody. We're cool now. Everyone wants to dance like us. Everyone want to talk like us. Yeah, so the Ooh, truth hurts. You, you better have the Africans in the comments. Hey, um, I'm you, African. You know I what? can tell the truth. It's the truth, though. I hear it. No, honestly, I'll put it like this. As someone who is both, you know, mm-hmm. my mother being um, Black American, my father being, you know, from the continent, I can see where, I, I can see both sides of the issue. What's interesting is I feel like it's the Africans who come here, you know, not all, but a good number of the Africans who come here, a lot of times they do make disparaging comments about black Americans, not knowing the trauma and the history that they've gone through, not saying that Africans didn't go through their own trauma mm-hmm. on the continent through colonization, but, you know, they'll ask, oh, you know, why they dress this way or why they talk this way or uh, they don't have no culture. And mm-hmm. like, no, black Americans have a culture that's influenced every single corner of this globe, musically, in fashion, in art, in cuisine, hairstyles. I mean, we can go on and on and on. I mean, honestly, global culture wouldn't be what it is today without Black Americans. That's the the extent of their influence. So I feel like, yeah, it's more of the Africans who have immigrated here. Because honestly, I think, because at least from what I've seen, mm-hmm. the Africans on the continent who have not been here, who don't get involved in these conversations. When a black American goes back to the continent, they're proud to accept, you know, them and to teach them about the culture and mm-hmm. about their African heritage and so on. And so I don't want people to think that, oh, Africans, because I hear this a lot, oh, mm-hmm. Africans don't like black Americans, you know. Well, it's not when, true. 
but there's not true. There, make there are some, so right? Because group everybody together because that one experience with that person, mm -hmm. right? Because let's be honest, there's a lot of um, there there's a good number of Africans who do say nasty comments, but again, vice versa. There's also Black Americans who have made nasty comments about Africans, mm -hmm. and honestly, we can't put the blame on either group because it's the media and i know everybody says oh it's the media but really it's the it media is. that has perpetuated this because again black americans for as long as media has been around in our society they've seen you know images of africa that painted the continent in a bad light that's why there are people not just black americans but i think just the world in general their ideology of africa is oh you know they sleep in trees and you know, mm -hmm. the, the child on with, with the belly flying, I mean, with the big belly and the fly around his nose and, you know, 69 cents a day, you can feed this child and so on. Thinking that's what the entirety, I mean, let's be honest, we, you yeah. saw those commercials on Sunday morning. On uh, Sunday morning. <laughs> before Sunday's best and on BET, and we, we, we're going to talk about BET later. Uh, <laughs> but this was, the, this was the image that was painted of africans for decades and so in comedy in movies in tv shows jokes were made about africans for a very long time it wasn't until maybe you know the past few years that people have been opening their eyes and the media is now well i don't say the media but really people people doing their own research media, mm -hmm. right on social media, doing their research, actually traveling to the continent, enjoying African music and culture, and trying to see, wow, Africa's not what they painted it out to be for decades, you know? And vice versa, you, you're starting to see more Africans um, learning about the history and the generational trauma that Black Americans have gone through in this country for um, over 400 years. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, this division really, we know where it stems from. We know where it stems from, Jane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't even have to say it. Yeah, I don't know. I want you to say it. Nah, I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, no, no. You ain't going to plead the fifth. I want you to say it. I want you to say it. It's white supremacy. Oh, once, mm -hmm. once, if you divide, if you have make division and group and. They, they say the scariest group of people is black people who are united. Just imagine what we could accomplish. Seriously, seriously, because I mean, if we united black Americans in America, blacks in the Caribbean, blacks mm -hmm. in Africa, the, I mean, the force that could be reckoned with. Because honestly, as much as we love to separate ourselves, oh, well, you know, uh, 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 I ain't African and or I'm not American, I'm not this, not. Mm -hmm. we actually have more similarities than there are differences. We all come from the same root. It's just because of centuries of separation we've developed into our separate ethnicities and cultural practices. But honestly, if we united, I mean, we're starting to see it in the musical, you know, I mean, in music and arts. I mean, mm -hmm. when black americans collaborate with african artists i mean come on we're, we're hearing some of the best music we've we've heard in years in this point in time so before we do uh before we move on i do want to um 
ask because now this is just playing devil's advocate. I don't want y'all to say this is what I'm saying or this is what Jane is saying. <laughs> but do you feel like certain people who don't like the term African American, let's say Black Americans who don't like being called African, mm -hmm. do you also think that it could be tied to self hate and distancing themselves from Africa? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I will say yes and no at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So why yes? Why yes? I say yes because just look how people show Africa in the media and how people talk about Africa. And most people don't find that, I don't say, find that trending. For example, when people say, oh, your language is sexy, it's always Spanish, Italian, French. You would never catch someone say, hey, that African accent is hot. You know, it does something to my ear. <laughs> Wait, I mean, aren't, aren't, aren't Nigerians in right now? Aren't Ghanaians in right now? <laughs> it's true. I'm just, <laughs> let me just give a point out. Let me just give a point out. I'm just saying, ahead, like, <laughs> when you hear people say stuff like like exotic and stuff, you will never hear, like, the, the content of Africa, the, the language being group into something beautiful right we think of like french yeah people from the middle east so they were like i don't want Arabic that and, so, and yeah. then you when you look at like the the people so, and the, usually the media predict the people in not in a good light and people like i don't want to be associated with that mm -hmm. and you, now we have the, the whole colorism i know it's it's, it's a lot with colors but the colors in uh, example they're like i don't want i ain't no dark skin you see them with the yellow eyes. They ain't me. They ain't my people. So they want to distance themselves from that. Mm -hmm. Then the other that's why I see that as self-hate. The other one, I could see that they were like, no, I'm black because I have my own roots here. My generation been so removed to the point that we can't even trace it back. And I have my own history here and I want to keep to, keep to that. So I can't, I can't be mad at someone say, I don't want to be associated with that language or that mean label me that or image yeah oh jane you preaching tonight you preaching tonight you know i do want to i want to respond to because you mentioned you know all these dark-skinned people and the yellow mm -hmm. eyes and so on and for some reason people have this idea that all africans look the same and that's not true africa is a continent that can fit China, Russia, half of Europe, the United States, and probably India, all on that one continent alone. I mean, take Nigeria, for example. Nigeria has over 200 ethnic groups who speak different languages, have different beliefs, and in some cases look different from one another. You know, Africa is the most biologically diverse continent on this planet. And so, for one, not everybody looks the one image that's presented, you know, of the extremely dark-skinned person. And even for the extremely dark-skinned people on the continent, they're beautiful. But we've been taught that, oh, being that black is bad. And I hear some, you know, some black Americans, again, this is not all, but I've, I've heard it even from, from my family say, oh, we different because, you know, uh, we light or we not as we brown, we not as dark as them. <clears throat> and so we're not the same. And 
honestly, the reason why, well, for one, black people come in all colors, Africans come in all colors, but a lot of times the reason why black Americans, some are very light is because African Americans or black Americans, however you want to identify, they are a mixed racial group, you know? Because a lot of times, because of what happened during slavery, relations that weren't always consensual between the master and female slaves produced a mixed racial group. I mean, Black Americans generally are, what, between 70 and 85, 90% African, but sometimes can carry as much as 30, 40% of European DNA also some native american dna thrown in because again you've been a you've been your ancestors have been around other groups of people for 400 years so of course you're not going to look exactly the same as the original people on the continent but honestly you still carry a lot of their dna we're not as far removed dna wise as we think we are and so when i hear things like that it's out of ignorance and a lot of times i don't blame them because this is not taught. This is not talked about. And this is, this is why we are on this podcast. We are here to open up these difficult conversations. I've heard, again, the same people who don't want to be called African are the same people who are very proud of their great, 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 great grandmother who was Cherokee Indian, who they can't state her name. They probably got 0.03% of her DNA, but they're so proud of that they're so proud. I'm not saying you can't be proud of your ancestry, but if you're proud of your Indian ancestry or your, your native ancestry, your Irish ancestry, your Chinese great-great-grandmama, well, why can't you also be proud of your African ancestors who endured the voyage to what we now call America, who were raped, who were beaten, who worked for free for the rest of their lives. This wasn't, oh, my choice to come to America. It was, we were stolen and you want to work here until the day you die. Mm. That's the difference between black American uh, ancestors and other migrant or immigrant groups. Black Americans' ancestors didn't choose to come here. So I know that, that that's, that's going deep into it and we'll probably have more conversations on this topic. But I did want to lift it up as we celebrate Juneteenth, a Black American, well, a holiday commemorating Black Americans and uh, the ending of slavery. Um, and I just wanted to, to, to see your thoughts um, on that. Do you have anything else that you want to you add? Uh, I'll just say as we celebrate and be safe, uh, keep your loved ones in, in mind and just enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think last I'll say is, um, I think we as a society, because you know, I always go on the deep end, mm -hmm. <laughs> but we as a society, please, let's start respecting Black Americans as a distinct ethnic group, just like how we respect Nigerians as an ethnic group, Jamaicans as an ethnic group, where, you know, or just even besides non-Black ethnic groups, uh, you know, Irish, Italians, and so on, Black Americans are an ethnic group, and they need to stop being lumped with everybody. everybody. I mean, yes, they are of African descent, but they have a specific history, like how we're celebrating today. Um, doesn't take away from their African heritage. And um, <clears throat> Black Americans' ancestors, 
were here in many cases longer than a lot of other ethnic groups, including some white ones. I know that's that's a lot. That's a that's a that's a um, you know. Another, I might cut that part because I know people are going to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all that we have for y'all today. Um, we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. Again, please like, share, subscribe, as well as comment on our content. Please. Uh, critique. <laughs> <laughs> like you begging, begging. <laughs> and I'm begging. Uh, begging, please. Um, and critique us. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, and what topics would y'all like to hear for the summer? Because, again, we come in hard this summer y'all we want to really uh bring yeah. you some enlightening content so again jane you can you can lead out health as well don't be surprised uh-huh. with your own people dream don't be big. surprised y'all and this is black coffee this is black coffee we love you and we'll see you next time bye everyone oh, baby,